sunny and warm for the Easter getaway. Unless that is, you're heading to Spain. Temperatures are going to be significantly below average. Places on the coast could well see maximum temperatures of 8 to 10 degrees. Dry and hopefully clear for stargazers as the lyrid meteors pay their annual visit. The weather is looking glorious. Increasingly sunny skies heading into Good Friday. Plenty of clear weather through the weekend. And keeping an eye on the closest star of all at the Met Office Space Weather Operations Centre. The solar flares, they're travelling at the speed of light. So they are here in about eight minutes. It's Wednesday, the 17th of April, and you're listening to Weather Snap from the Met Office. Hello. I'm Alex Deakin and you're listening to Weathersnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather, brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. Easter is nearly upon us and as many look forward to chocolate eggs and last-minute getaways, the UK's weather's looking pretty good. But Spain could be in for a washout. Dan Harris, Deputy Chief Meteorologist, has more. Spain's looking pretty unsettled. Whilst high pressure dominates across the UK for the Easter weekend, they're seeing an area of low pressure moving in off the Atlantic, a strong cold front, followed by slow-moving areas of heavy rain and thunderstorms moving down, working their way down the east coast. So we're looking a line really from Valencia down towards Malaga and south and east of that, uh, seeing rainfall amounts 50 to 100 millimetres, perhaps some places in excess of 100 millimetres, and that could well cause some flooding. Temperatures in the more unsettled areas are going to be significantly below average. With strong winds as well, places on the coast could well see maximum temperatures of 8 to 10 degrees. 8 to 12 generally within the rain area, and that's in contrast to the average for this time of year, which is around 21 or 22 Celsius. And those kind of temperatures, 21, 22, perhaps even a little bit higher, are what we like to see in the UK over this Easter weekend. Deputy Chief Meteorologist Dan Harris there. So Spain may be looking wet, but how about the UK? Here's Aidan McGiven. For those holidaying in the UK this weekend, the weather is looking glorious. Increasingly sunny skies heading into Good Friday and Saturday up and down the country. And widely, temperatures will respond to that increasingly strong sunshine. High teens low 20s right across the UK expected for the start of the Easter weekend. Highest temperatures expected somewhere in the West Country, West Wales on Friday, 23 degrees possible, 24 degrees by Saturday and Easter day itself, well somewhere could just peak at 25 degrees, most likely somewhere like the West Midlands or South Yorkshire. Meanwhile, across Scotland and Northern Ireland by Easter day, we're likely to see a bit more cloud and some showery rain, and that may continue into Easter Monday as well. So as a result, lower temperatures here. But for much of England and Wales, we keep that strong sunshine well into Easter Monday. Plenty of clear weather through the weekend. As Aidan said, the UK is likely to see clear skies, both by day and by night, which is particularly good news for stargazers. This week sees the annual appearance of the Lyrid meteors in the Northern Hemisphere. These are fragments from the comet Thatcher, which orbits the Sun about once every 415 years. The meteors will be visible in the night skies until the 25th, and clear conditions mean that viewers in the UK could have a good chance of seeing these annual visitors. Whilst the Lyrids offer a serene glimpse at goings-on beyond our atmosphere, severe space weather events can pose significant risks 
to critical infrastructure such as communications and energy supply. The Met Office Space Weather Operations Centre is one of only three such centres around the globe, tasked with monitoring and reporting on solar storms. Space Weather Programme Manager Catherine Burnett explains. When we talk about space weather, we're talking about um, things that originate on the sun. They can have an effect on the Earth's atmosphere and the near space around Earth. There are three main types of space weather that we look at. The first is solar flares, and we're concerned about those because they can impact long-distance, high-frequency communications. The second are solar radiation storms, because they can cause problems for satellites. And the third are coronal mass ejections. Those are large bodies of matter from the sun, and when they interact with the Earth's magnetic field, can cause problems for power grids in particular. So in Canada in 1989, six million people were without power for nine hours. In more recent years, we have had problems with power in Sweden in 2003. My name is Andrew Sibley. I'm one of the senior space weather forecasters. In front of us, we have two large monitors with a montage of images. Uh, on the left-hand screen, we have EUV images and also a visible image and a magnetic field image. We have satellites which are in orbit around the Sun. There's a, what's called the stereo satellite which are actually orbiting at an Earth distance but they're going around the Sun and that helps us to build up a three-dimensional picture. Uh, the SOHO satellite is in what we call the Lagrange 1 orbit. It's a million miles out from the Earth in the direction of the Sun so it gives us a constant view once we get all this data from space, we then have to relay it through various relay stations on the Earth. So it's quite a complex, expensive process to get all this data. The forecaster element is very important in analysing coronal mass ejection. That's done by a human forecaster who can look at the three-dimensional images and then say you know, how fast it's travelling, where it's going. Solar flares, they're travelling at the speed of light. So they are here in about eight minutes. Solar radiation storms can take in the range of minutes to hours to get to us, so there is a little bit of warning. Coronal mass ejections, those are taking anywhere between 18 and 96 hours. National Grid, they're very interested in sunspots. If those sunspots look particularly active, they may choose to delay any maintenance or bring any equipment that is currently down for maintenance back into operation. We are much better prepared than we were a few years ago, but there is still work to do. In our business lives, we should be thinking about what we need to do in order to make ourselves less vulnerable. So be aware of every system that rely on GPS and make sure we have mitigations in place. I'm sure most businesses have plans in place for a loss of power locally or an inability of their staff to get to work. And as long as you can apply all those continuity plans at the same time, you should be fine. Perfect. Catherine Burnett of the Met Office Space Weather Operations Centre. Just before we go, here's Becky Mitchell with last week's highs and lows. Here are your extremes for the week starting Monday the 8th of April and it definitely was a week of extremes. The highest temperature recorded was 19.6 degrees at Santon Downham in Suffolk. The lowest temperature of the week was minus 6.8 degrees at Tullock Bridge in the Scottish Highlands. 
It was sunny to start the weekend and we had 13.1 hours of sunshine at Kinloss in Murray. But it did turn wet from the west on Sunday and we had 28.8 millimetres of rain at St Mary's in the Isles of Scilly. Thanks, Becky. That's it for Weather Snap. I'm Alex Deakin. The producer was Adrian Holloway. Do join us again next time when we'll be taking a scientific peek behind the week's weather headlines. Weather Snap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.